Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, anyway, we're just trying to track down our guest here. Uh, John Schmuel is managing editor at rates.ca. And to try to get some perspective on, you know, what's what's driving the cost of auto insurance right now? Is, is it true that, that Alberta's worse off than other jurisdictions? I think we've tracked him down. So anyway, joining us uh, for some thoughts, as mentioned, John Schmuel joining us, uh, managing editor at rates.ca. John, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for having me. So like I was saying earlier, I think everyone's trying to unpack this uh, Ernst & Young study because you've got ICBC on the one hand that commissioned this report, mm-hmm. and you've got insurance companies in Alberta saying, no, nah, no, nah, this, this report is nonsense. But what's your sense of what's been going on in Alberta? Yeah, so I'll give you the background, um, and, and many of your listeners are obviously familiar with it, but Alberta for a long time had price caps on insurance. And insurers were not thrilled with this. They always said that these price caps did not allow them to properly price insurance in Alberta. So we actually saw insurance companies, car insurance companies specifically, pull out of Alberta up until about uh, um, you know the, the past couple of years when these price caps were removed. Um, and, and we always expected once they were removed that prices were going to shoot up. Uh, because insurers were accounting for years in which they said they were not making enough money um, to keep up with the claims they were paying out due to car accidents, right? So if they can't be profitable, if they can't bring in more money than they're paying out, uh, they, they don't have a viable business, right? So we always expected this. Now, um, you know, the, the numbers, I, I haven't gone through the report in terms of the methodology uh, in depth yet, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I would say, obviously, this is, as you mentioned, the provincial insurer of BC putting out um, these numbers, and, and that's a um, a crown organization, right? So um, they have an incentive to put forward numbers that uh, make them look good, right? Prior to this, they were BC actually had the most expensive car insurance rates, and and I will say one more thing, right? Um, what the good news is now that the price caps are gone, more insurers are interested in doing business in Alberta, which, if anything, is going to be good for competition and help bring prices down. Well, that's an interesting point because, yeah, you know, we did have the cap and that was, you know, during the NDP's tenure and the NDP still believes that maybe we should have uh, a cap on rates. But as you alluded to, there's there's certainly a downside to that. Yeah, I, so I would really caution about the cap and rates. Now, I would say I'm very pro lower insurance pricing for everyone. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want drivers who are responsible drivers um, to not have to pay insurance rates. I think everyone wants that, including the insurance companies. Um, and the best way to do that is say what is driving up the cost of insurance, right? Because if you're putting a price cap on something, it's just a Band-Aid, right? You're saying, I'm, I'm putting my fingers in my ears, la, 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 I, I, I just want insurance pricing for people not to rise when really the fix is what's behind the increase in insurance pricing. And, and actually insurers point to a number of things that they say uh, need to be changed to better price insurance for drivers. 
Well, I, I mean, are, are these companies still profitable? I know there have been pressures in recent years. Certainly the pandemic has played a role in it. Uh, you know, some of the losses during the price cap, the cost of, of payouts and these sorts of things. So what have we seen on the profit side? I mean, profits have been good for insurance companies. Um, if, if you look at their their balance sheets, if you look at quarterly earnings for um, the ones that are public in Canada, you'll you'll see that earnings have been quite strong. Uh, you know, part of that has been during the pandemic, uh, certain provinces uh, were longer with their lockdowns than others. Uh, but but either way, initially there were fewer drivers. Now we're kind of shifting into another area where we have the specter of inflation. Um, so, you know, inflation is making things more expensive again for the insurers. Uh, if a car gets damaged and it's in the auto shop, um, the cost of getting the parts for that car and repairing it are more expensive now than they were last year. We also have other issues like cars because of the supply chain crisis are spending more time in the shop. You know, I just had a friend who unfortunately got in a fender bender and, and it didn't seem that major. And yet the part replacements um, that she needed were unavailable and, and her car is now entering the third month of waiting at the shop. Oh. Um, and, and so this, this challenges insurance companies because even though most insurers you know, that have rental car coverages will have a cap on how many days you can have that rental car, right? Maybe they're, they're, they're paying out for that rental car for the full 30 days instead of just one week as it was prior to the supply chain crisis. So all these costs, are now starting to go on to insurers where, you know, they had a couple of years of really good profits and now these costs are catching up and they're saying, um, you, you know, that this is filtering into the bottom line. Medical costs is another issue for insurers. You know, if you're in an accident and you need medical um, support, it, it's not just, you know, through the, the provincial um, the, the provincial program. It, it, there, there may be, you know, independent, private um uh, you know, um, physiologists and, and all these kind of healthcare providers that might have to be involved that, that insurance companies are also saying are driving up costs. Right. And that's not specific to Alberta. Are we seeing these pressures on consumers in, in other parts of the country, too? Yeah. Yeah. That is not an Alberta only um, um, problem. You know, what I will say in Alberta, of course, was the price caps. Um, were one of the biggest challenges that were that were provincial specific. Uh, I will obviously Alberta is not the only province that had the price caps, um, and Alberta is not the only province that has a private market that's regulated provincially. Um, but but these price caps were acutely felt in Alberta because um, you know they they were quite narrow in their margin how much insurers could increase, and eventually over time the amount that was paid out through claims just started surpassing the caps. And that kept happening every year and unfortunately pressured margins. And, and we did see insur- insurance companies unfortunately pull out of the province as a result, which hurt competition and hurt pricing for consumers. So what, what can people do? What's within our control as consumers when it comes to you know, minimizing the cost of, of auto insurance? The good news is there's actually a lot you can do. <laughs> so and the, the one thing I want to communicate is insurance is not like your phone bill. You can't call your insurer and negotiate a better rate, right? right? They have an algorithm that looks at you and prices um, your premium based on your the level of risk they perceive. 
Um, so, you know, the factors that affect your radar, the car you drive, your driving history, um, age is another factor where you're located. Yeah. Um, but there are things you can do within your control. So one, there are a few things uh, you should check immediately if, you, if you're eligible for. Um, number one is bundling your car insurance with other products. If, for instance, you have your home insurance with one insurance company right now and your car insurance with another, look at bringing, bringing over those two to the same insurer. Uh, you may be eligible for a discount there. For instance, I get a 10% discount. Uh, having winter tires, uh, if you have those or are considering them, call your insurer. Uh, many also offer discounts for that. Um, if you're driving less because you moved and work is closer, definitely tell your insurance company that you're commuting to work less um, or not at all anymore with your vehicle. It's just used for leisure. That can get you a discount. Finally, I would say the one thing you definitely have to do every time your renewal uh, letter comes, because uh, insurance companies love when you when you just stick with them uh, and, and you know they make it so painless to renew, right? You just get the letter saying, here's your new rate. Every time your new renewal comes, compare rates from other insurance companies. You would be surprised at how much you can potentially save. It could be a hundred to thousands of dollars every year just because another insurance company looks at you and says, hey, I don't perceive you to be as big as a risk as this other insurance company. They're all different. Some good advice more at rates.ca. John, thanks for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.